Welcome to Baba's Beach. Or Vieto. The ferry from Patras got into Ancona, Italy in the early afternoon, and the train station was a healthy hike away from the ferry dock. Everything seems further, of course, when it's the first time walking a route, and there's always a difference of opinion over walking and cabbing distance, and it always looks closer on the map. We learned years ago everywhere in Italy is just 20 minutes that way if you ask a local for directions. Okay, some of us learned it. We were a family portrait of grim hope and mad dogs in the midday heat. Two teenagers, granny, grandpa, and the intergenerational filling of this sweaty sandwich, my husband, his brother, and me dragging suitcases on squeaking wheels, or trying to shift bulging urban backpacks, praying the station will somehow materialize just over this bridge. Around that corner? Dear Lord, please, before we get to that hill. From that fabled Ancona train station, our route consisted of multiple connections, dashing from train to train, popping down this gopher hole and through a maze of tunnels to come up at a track determined by the roulette wheel all European train companies consult for scheduling purposes. At last, long after the sun had set, we stumbled out of another station to stand at the foot of an ancient butte crowned by the medieval walled city of Orvieto. From the time of the Etruscans, this tower has protected the citizens of Orvieto from the ravages of raiders and armies through the centuries. Magnificent, unassailable. In modern times, there is a road winding up the side of the Tufa Cliffs, and there is also a funicular climbing directly from the train station up to the city. The funicular stops running long before the last train from the coast arrives. Our train. The road is always open for the, of course, easily 20-minute walk up to the historic city. We took a cab. It was another half hour to check into our hotel, peel the packs off our backs, and change into something fresh before charging out on a late night forage along the stone streets. If it wasn't for the hunger and exhaustion, it was like we'd entered a scene in a Zeffirelli movie. It soon became clear that there were about as many late-night restaurants in Orvieto as in Romeo and Juliet's Verona. Perhaps it was the low blood sugar perhaps the heat exhaustion and the pressures of family travel, 
but I was filled with a sense of purpose, with the conviction I could find by sheer intuition, a decent, authentic place for us to dine. I saw a few of our group drawn to a big plastic sign, bright white with blue letters and a giant cola company seal on the side. Whimpers of, but but look there, what, what about faded into the distance as I charged on, looking down the side streets, pausing only to marvel at a clock tower, and then cracking on, oblivious to the doubts sounding behind me. Just when even I was about to give in to that voice of reasonable doubt, I saw them. Down a street, a group of people at a table in a courtyard. Overhead hung a sign that my incredibly bad but inspired Italian said this was a place that would feed us. No, make that the place that would feed us. It was exactly, I hoped, what we were looking for. I ran down the narrow lane and stopped for a moment. Perhaps this was a private family event. Probably they were closing for the night and this table was simply some friends waiting for the owners. A woman in an apron looked at me. I could see her trying to find a polite way to tell this crazy tourist uh, to take her business down the street. My heart began to sink. The rest of the gang staggered up behind me, lines of sweat and train dust, a journal entry of today's events across our faces. She pointed to one empty table and smiled. I did my best not to cry. I had rabbit tagliatelle. I had no idea what that was aside from being Bugs Bunny, but my instincts said it would be good. Right again. After a magnificent main course, we decided to try another unknown. A traditional dessert throughout Umbria and Tuscany is small almond biscotti, cantucci, made especially for the purpose of dipping into a glass of the local sweet Vinsanto. Souvenirs take all sorts of forms. There are the usual trinkets sold by the thousands, cute, shiny, in the image or spoof of whatever makes a place famous. No matter the location on terra firma, if there is a tourism marketing board and a drop of entrepreneurial spirit, there will be tchotchke. But all I need is a glass of a decadent dessert wine, a few simple biscuits, and I am wrapped in the velvet memories of that magical night.
Thanks for visiting us here on the beach. You can drop us a line while looking at the show notes and clicking the links to our musical artists, all in one convenient place, babasbeach.ca. B-A-B-A-S-B-E-A-C-H dot C-A. Really, we'd love to hear from you. I'll even make a cake. <laughs>